Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Amen. Amen. I wanted to um, read um, this to you. It was very encouraging to me. Um, 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 a man of God um, who, have, um, who has been on this journey with us. Um, this, is, this isn't his local church, but he oversees a group of churches, but has been on this journey with us. Um, sent this to me uh, today, and it really encouraged me. So I want to read it to you. It says, the health benefits of speaking in tongues. Um, it says, Carl Peterson, MD, um, that's American medical doctor, conducted a study at ORU in Tulsa. ORU, for those of you who don't know, is um, Oral or, or Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Being a brain specialist, he was doing research on the relationship between the brain and praying or speaking in tongues. He found that as we pray in the spirit or worship in the spirit, our heavenly language, the brain releases two chemical secretions that are directed into our immune systems, giving a 35 to 40 percent boost to the immune system. This promotes healing within our bodies. Amazingly, this secretion is triggered from a part of the brain that has no other apparent activity in humans and is only activated by our spirit-led prayer and worship. Isn't that interesting? I found that amazing, very encouraging. God kind of knows what he's doing, you must agree. Isaiah 58, Isaiah the 58th chapter. How many would agree, those of you who are here with me, that this is a fast that you know was ordained by God? Yeah? How many agree in here that you know, you know, you don't need anyone to tell you this is a God fast, okay? So, if that is the case, what does the word say? Isaiah 58, verse 6. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your miss, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a well-watered like water garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. 
you shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn your foot, if you turn, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high heels of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Amen. And what is all that about? The children of Israel had been fasting, and there were no results. If you read the, the, the first six verses, and they wondered, God, what exactly is happening? We have, we have gone through the actions. We have abstained. We have fasted. But we are not seeing the results. And God says to them that there are certain heart conditions and certain actions that must follow a fast that he calls that will bring certain results. And he's very, very clear that the reason that you haven't had this, that you haven't had the results that you, you wanted to, you want, is because the, the right heart conditions don't exist, and the right actions don't exist. And so, despite your uh, going through the abstinence from food, fasting, because of those, because those things are not in place. There are no results. Now, we don't ever want that to be our portion. So we must make sure that those things are in place. He says, firstly, is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? And what is he saying? That for us to align ourselves in this fast with what he does, we must make sure that we are not in any way involved in any kind of injustice or any kind of exploitation. Yeah? We must make sure. But then I say that we don't just make sure that we are not involved. We, we yield ourselves to God to say you, you can use us to stand against injustice and exploitation wherever we find it. We speak about it. We pray into it. So the selfish church will be fasting for bless me, bless me, bless me. The church that touch, touches God's heart, of course, expects to be blessed. But then is also thinking about their persecuted brothers and sisters. Also thinking about those who don't have the freedom that we have, who for one reason or another are being exploited and are being subjected to injustice of one kind or the other. Hallelujah. And as we align ourselves in that way, we open up the heavens for God to do what he said he would do. Amen? And this boils down even to the smallest thing, the people we interact with, how we relate to them, you know, how are we showing kindness and love to them or are we hardening our hearts and not allowing ourselves to be used by God 
to bring the love of Christ to them. And so we just want to pray. Set your heart. Make sure. These are boulders that stop things from happening. Just make sure that, Lord, please, if there's any, if, if I have somehow been involved in any act of injustice or any act of exploitation, it might not even be on a large scale. It might be on a small scale with someone in my relationship, relationship circle. Lord, I repent of it, and I ask that you will let the love of Christ flow from my heart so that I can just align with your word. Everywhere that I can help someone lift a heavy burden, let me lift it. Everywhere that I can help someone who's oppressed in some way go free, then Lord, use me. So you see, your prayer time is not just about you, you, you. You are, you are generous in your prayer time to give some of that prayer time to others who might be in one of these situations. Go on, would you just, just talk to God? Talk to God in that regard. Talk to him in that regard. That, Lord, don't let me, don't let me be this, that selfish Christian that thinks only of, my, of myself. Lord, let me lift my, my eyes up from my own challenges, and I do have them so that I can be a blessing to others. Go on, will you just ask God? You see, he's positioning you. He's positioning you for what he wants to do. He says, the fast that I have chosen must have these results. It must involve you playing your role in losing the bonds of wickedness. It must involve you playing your role in undoing heavy burdens, in letting the oppressed grow, go free, in breaking every yoke. That's why you will find that we will be praying for others. We are praying for the persecuted church, praying for the nations. It's not, it's not just about us, so that we align ourselves. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, every single one of us. Father, from the larger picture, oh God, that is out there, to the smaller picture, oh God, in our own personal relationships, oh God. Father, show us how we can come alongside a brother and help him lift a heavy burden, oh God. Place a sister on our hearts so that we can stay in the place of prayer. We can act in a way, oh God, that helps her break that yoke, lift that burden, Heavenly Father. Help us, oh God, so that, Father, we are not selfish, oh God, Father, but we become selfless. Help us, oh God, so that we are not focused on ourselves primarily, but we are focused outwards, Heavenly Father. Father, we just thank you, oh God. Father, we bless you, oh God. We bless you. We thank you. We thank you. Father, do a work in our heart in this regard. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, O oh God. We give you praise. Father, help us to align ourselves, O oh God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, you know, the Spirit of God might minister to you certain things you shouldn't have done. Um, then just go ahead and do them. Because, you see, this, God says, this is the kind of fast I want. So either we align with it or we just go through um, an exercise that makes you look better because you're not eating a lot of toxic food. Um, might have health benefits for you, but it, it really doesn't bring the results that we want. We're desperate for these results. Amen. He says, um, he goes on to say, Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out, when you see the naked that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Now, you'll find this, this is interesting. There are parts of the world where they are always fasting. Always fasting. But the more they fast, the more the results don't show in the natural. Because the people who are fasting, half of them, 
have come there with wicked hearts. They haven't shown kindness. They, they're not concerned about the homeless. They're not concerned about the poor. The whole idea of the fast is to get a bigger car, a bigger house, some sort of breakthrough, and that's it. God says, I'm not interested in that kind of fast. The heart condition of a fast that God calls must be thinking about those who are less privileged, must be doing something towards those who are less privileged. For someone like you and I fasting, privately, without the church calling it, we must have found some opportunity to be a blessing to someone or some people or some organization that is doing a good work with those who are less privileged. As a corporate body, we're doing some of that corporately for ourselves. Yeah? So a lot of work we're doing with, with the persecuted church, with a great organization like, like Open Doors, a lot of work. You know, um, some work we started talking about before the fast, which we intend to finish as part of, part of this corporately for pe some persecuted churches in northern Nigeria and for the persecuted church generally. So there's a lot of work corporately, but what are you doing personally to show that it's not a, a corporate leadership thing, but your heart is this kind of heart? In this period of this fast, have you thought about the poor on the streets? When it hit in England, I mean, those of us who are in England, I mean, some of you are different parts of the world, so whatever is are the conditions there, you've got to react to it. But today, as it hit zero degrees, I thought about the people who are sleeping on the streets, and I thought, my God, I'm rushing into a house, but what about those people who don't have a house to go to? Have you found out how you can be of assistance to them? You know? The, the, the naked, how perchance you can clothe them. Have you looked at far afield? Have you found some organization and sent a little token towards them to say, you know, I know you're doing work in Asia or somewhere and, and you have credibility and I don't usually support you, but here is 20 pounds, here is 50 pounds towards your work. It, or, 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 or was it just for your, your, your gift, your promotion, your blessing? that this was about. God says, I'm not interested in that, you know, if that is the focus. In any case, I say to people that the truth is that God already knows what we need, so we don't have to spend so much time except the Spirit directs that this is a warfare issue and you've got to deal with it in warfare. Amen? You know, as a, as a church, um, um, I'm going to talk about this anyway because I'm extending the, the, this prayers till Sunday. Um, some people are happy, some people are not. That's okay. It's okay. I'm going to be here. You don't have to, you don't have to come. I'll be here. I'm quite willing to pray on my own until, until Sunday. I remember someone said to me, is that the Lord? I said, I'm not 100% sure, but it certainly cannot be Satan. So that's okay. It's okay for me. I feel it's the Lord as much as I know, but did God come to me and say in a loud voice, my son, my son, the, your father cometh down from heaven and telleth thine that thine must take the people on another five days. If thine doesn't, then thine will come back home to be with me here. No, he didn't say anything like that to me. But I just kind of feel that. What, what, how, can I go wrong in pressing in some more? Can I go wrong in worshiping him some more? Can I go wrong? I, I can go wrong. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do it. But nobody should feel compelled to, to go on that journey. That, that, that's okay if you can't understood. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we're just, we, we, what, what are we going to do with him? So I said, okay, God, 
the offering for the next five days, we're going to sow it into those who are homeless, those who are naked, and then we're going to go back and take some of the offerings from the period and do the same, Lord. We're going to sow it. That's corporately. But, but what are you doing? What are we doing personally? Let's, 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 let's align with God. Go on, say, 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 Heavenly Father, open my eyes to see how you want to use me to make a difference in the life of someone who's destitute, who's homeless, who's naked, who's poor, who's suffering. Help me, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And, you know, he says, when you, when you do this, you know, you've done the fasting, when you, when you align your heart in this manner, God tells you what will happen. And so we must get excited that God has said, it's not a man who's saying. He says, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. We do expect healing. I don't think it's coincidental that we've been talking about healing. We prayed in tongues. Then I get sent this by, by the man of God who sent it to me. I think God is saying, believe me for your healing. Believe me for your light, your, your light shall sp to spring forth like the morning. And that's such a beautiful picture that you're in some darkness, but as you're fasting and praying and aligning your heart with God's, with God's thing, I declare over your life that you, you will be caught by surprise by the end of this fast. That some area that was dark, wasn't clear, you know, what you were not sure about, you're just going to wake up, not because you even prayed specifically about it, but because you have aligned with God. I declare that your light shall spring forth like the dawn in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare over the nations that as we stand in the gap for the nations, the testimony of nations will be that light sprung forth like the dawn out of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. And your healing shall spring forth speedily in the name of Jesus. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. Father, we pray, O oh God, for healing to spring forth. Healing to spring forth. Now, if you're, if you're there, why don't you expand your faith? You're, you're on this platform or you're here. Why don't you expand your faith that this is going to be your testimony? Your healing will spring forth. It's the word of God. It's not the word of a man. Father, honor your word. We speak your word, O oh God. Honor your word, Heavenly Father. Your word to us is that you watch over your word and you hasten to bring it to completion, to bring it to fruition. Father, this word of healing, O oh God, I speak it, O oh God, Father, over everyone, O oh God, who's connected, O oh God, with what you're doing, Heavenly Father, who desires a healing. And Lord, it's not just a healing that we should just say, we should just celebrate and go back to life. It's a healing, O oh God, that your son might be released, Father, to do more work for you, that your daughter might be released. 
And so, Father, I come against every spirit of affliction, of disease, of sickness, O oh God. Father, your children should not be at a place, O oh God, where they are not at ease, where this ease is what they are dealing with, O oh God. And so, Father, I declare, O oh God, that the price that was paid at the cross of Calvary is theirs, O oh God. I rebuke sickness, disease and infirmity by whatever name and I declare that in the name of Jesus Christ you are healed as you continue to press in your healing shall spring forth speedily in the mighty name of Jesus and together we say Amen 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 and then he goes on to say this, this, this is what he says that we, we must believe we must expect it we must hold on to it it is his word he says, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. That's an awesome statement. Your righteousness. Now, how is it your righteousness? It's not our righteousness. It's just the work of grace. So it is really his righteousness that is imputed to us. So when he says, your righteousness shall go before you, for the New Testament believer, what he's saying is that what Christ has done for you has gone ahead of you. What Christ has done for you is speaking for you. That's why we can stand against the enemy. He can accuse us as we like. But once we are under the blood, washed by the blood, we can face the enemy and say, you can say whatever you like. But my righteousness, which is Christ and what Christ has done for me, has gone ahead of me. And the glory of the Lord is my rear guard. You can't touch me because my righteousness goes ahead of me and makes a way. And the glory of the Lord protects me behind as my rear guard. Can someone say amen to that? Go on, declare that over your life. Declare it over your life. You understand it. The cross of Calvary has made the way. The prize has been paid. The curse has been destroyed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Irrespective of the mistakes that I have made, as long as I bring a broken and a contrite heart, I'm repentant. This is my testimony that my righteousness, which is not mine, it's imputed, it's received. I didn't have to earn it, Satan. You can't accuse me anymore because my righteousness has broken through and made a way for me. And oh, thank God. Your glory, your glory is my rear guard. Oh, the glory. Oh, the glory. Oh, the glory. Let's just worship that glory. Oh, the glory of your presence, oh God. Will you join me? Will you join me? We your temple. That's you and I. What else can we do? Give you reverence. So Oh! 
glory, the glory that surrounds you. Malibro, second la brisa cate. Just your presence. Sariba Sekeleboske. We That's you and I. Go on. Let's give him reverence. Give you And you know, when we do that, he arises. He arises on your behalf. Why don't you speak some mysteries to him? We'll continue tomorrow. Why don't you speak some mysteries to him in the few minutes we have left? Go on. Go on. I feel that I feel there's an open channel now. Why don't you speak mysteries to him? Deep intimacy. Daughter, daughter to father, son to father. Deep, deep, deep. Some deep things, some deep things. Jacacarianda, 
Go on, go deeper, go deeper. Male, go deeper. Some deep things. Some hidden truths and secret things. Not obvious to our understanding. Go on. Some very deep things that our understanding can't comprehend, but you can speak to your father. The enemy, the enemy can't understand and is mad. But you just focus on your father and speak to him. The spirit that knows the mind of the father helps you to pray God's will for your life. Now go on, just start saying thank you in the spirit. Paul says, when you pray in the spirit, you do thank him well. Go on, thank him. Zabo, Zabo, Sebre, Se, Telebanda, Mando Robo Jaka, Mando Robo Robo Jokulaye, Oh, Bazuka De, Bazuka De, Brenkedista, Mando Robo Shukade, Boru Bajanka De Brosile Bosaka, Arimanka Broko Robo Jokulaye, Mando Robo Jaka, Karianda Broko Stolobondo Robondo Robo. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Just give me, give me two, three minutes, please. I'm, I'm, I know we've overrun by a minute, but give me two, three minutes, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I just had a very strange experience here. As, as, as BT sang that last chorus, I actually thought an angel was singing behind me. I, 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 wasn't, just, I wasn't hearing her voice as I, know, as I hear it. And she's one of our one of our most gifted worship leaders. But I, was, I, I felt like I'm hearing an angel's voice. And, and I had to actually turn around to see if she was the one singing. And, and that just tells me, these are, the, these are the things that say God is taking us into deeper places. Hallelujah. Both, not just for corporately, but your life. God is taking you into new territory. Amen. Amen. When, 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 when I felt certain that the Lord was saying to press in of course there were a lot of issues on my mind you know issues of but you said you were going to stop and there's this whole oh, you know is that integrity you know you said you were stopping on tuesday shouldn't you stop on tuesday all the many issues that come to your mind you know but i was joking with the leaders and i said that to them that um the, the pastors and the deacons and deaconesses i said to them that i actually feel like moses and you know how god said the instruction was just follow this, follow this pillar and follow this pillar of cloud. And they followed the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. It became fire by night and by day it was a cloud. And they had no way of knowing. God didn't really give them a timetable. So wherever the pillar of cloud got to, they would get lost if they didn't follow it. So wherever it got to, it would settle down. Sometimes it settled down for a day, sometimes three days. I'm sure sometimes three weeks and they would unpack their things and start to leave and so I kind of felt like Moses I was saying to the leaders where the pillar had settled and I've said to the people you can unpack you know unpack your things so everybody obeyed I said the gentlemen stretch out the tents you know start to get ready to leave the late in those days I mean nowadays men cook as well you know some men cook better than some women so it's not a male female thing but in those days it was the women who cooked and they brought out all their leeks and their garlics and their lentils and put it in the pots and the aroma of the food the whole camp could smell the aroma of the food coming up everybody was waiting to eat the children were playing um, and then uh, they went to bed and everybody was settled the next day Moses wakes up and goes out and to his shock the pillar of fire has become a pillar of cloud. And guess what? It is lifting up the ground. And when it does that, it's getting ready to move. No call. You just have to keep your eye on it. And what does Moses do? He calls the leaders in the camp and says, gather the people. And they say, well, Mrs. So-and-so, Mrs. Rushaway, is cooking the best meal. Um, Pastor Shola is giving Sochi a bath. Um, so and so, Pastor Collins is, is, is planning the pr prayer meeting and all that is happening. And they say, Pastor, we can't go. And Moses says, if we lose that pillar, we are lost in this desert. Not only will we be lost, all these animals are going to eat us up 
Because what keeps them away is the fire at night. He says, Mrs. Rushaway, pack up the food, throw it away. He says, Doc, no more tents. He says, Pastor Collins, you're going with us since you're here with us. Pastor Mark, no more prayer meetings. We follow the ark. And he said, hurry, hurry, because the ark is lifting. So guys, the ark is, the, the pillar is lifting and is going on to Sunday. So I'm going with the pillar. If you want to come, you can come with me and go with the pillar. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. So no apologies to anybody. Um, no apologies whatsoever. I'm just trying to follow the pillar. Yeah? So it's not an integrity issue. It's a pillar issue. They say the wind, the spirit is like the wind. It blows where it likes. Sometimes you don't know where it is coming from. Then somebody might say, well, Pastor, why don't you just fast and pray and find out from the start? I said, well, why don't you come and join me and fast and pray? Let's all find out from the start. So Sunday, here we come. Hallelujah. Give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Amen. And before we end, I know I've, I've overrun. Before we end, Hebrews 6 verse 10, powerful scripture. And this is how we end before we receive the offering. It says, God is not unfair, unjust to forget the labor of love of those who labor in love towards his saints. Now, for us to be doing what we're doing every single day at 7.30 and at 6 a.m., it means that some people have gone ahead to prepare for you. And so I want you to end by praying a blessing on those people for having made it possible for you to enjoy God as you have. Those who put together and run the prayer platform every morning. Um, Deacon Bumia and the rest of the team and his team every morning. The leaders who have prayed every single morning. The multimedia team that is here every single day to make sure that I can broadcast to you every day, unfailingly, a group of them, unfailingly, every single day. Um, the tribe of Judah, uh, our worship team, David and his, the instrumentalist that he oversees, um, and our worship ministry, every single day, they've not failed to be here. Um, some of our leadership team, that have been here every day with me, every day. They're not just here to pray for themselves. They are here to support me. That's what they're doing. You know, people like Doc, of course, who is here to do everything, everything. Doc does everything. He oversees everything. Uh, people like Mark, who are here to support me. Who comes in, he, he won't like me saying this, but Mark, sometimes we share our lives with people to encourage them. Who comes in a few hours before, to press through in prayer. If every single day, a few hours before, he will be here. When I come in, I come in early as well to try and pray through with a man of God I've been praying with. When I come in, I hear Mark already praying. So when things are happening, people have already gone ahead and watered the ground for you. When you join at 7.30, some people have been praying for a couple of hours before 7.30 so that, so that it can, it can, the ground is watered. And the list goes on and on. Pastor Funke, who is the pastor in charge of all the many ministries, but is the one who does my protocol. 
you know, make sure I'm sorted out. The water, the this, the that, you know, make sure. Every single day, literally. Um, Ifechiku and his protocol team, you know, there are just quite a few people who, are, who have made sure it flows like it should. They've, they've given of themselves. The head of our men's ministry, not one day has he missed. I haven't seen him today, but he must be here somewhere. Oh, he's always here. Not one day. And he's not coming for himself. He's coming because he knows that he wants to come there and stand with me and support me in this place of prayer. And there are some of you, uh, my daughter, one of our young leaders, Ayo, unfailingly, between her and, 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 and Pastor Funkias, unfailingly, just watching me and sorting out my protocol, knows when I need water. Even when I don't need water, she brings the water, then I know I need water. That's the heart of a daughter. She knows he needs it. He doesn't know he needs it, but he needs water. So I need you to please bless these people for me. Please, please, bless all of them. I, I might have missed some. Doc, I hope I haven't missed any team that's part of this whole thing. Go on, I just need you to bless these people. No, not, not with your clapping. Pronounce the blessing with your mouth, please. Pronounce a blessing on their lives, these people. Pronounce a blessing. They are the ones who are going to go the next stage the next five days with me. They are the ones who are going to make sure that there's provision for you. So from your heart, bless them. They also are believing God for things in this season. They are genuinely holding on as well. They're not serving because in that way because they're all sorted out. No, they are believing God as well. They are believing God. They are believing God like you. And so I, I, I just join my faith with yours to say, God, God, let them even be the first fruits. The rest of us will follow. But let them be the first fruits. Uh, some I haven't mentioned, like, Father, you know all of them, oh God. Let them be the first fruits, the first fruits, Heavenly Father. Father, show yourself mighty on their behalf, oh God. Father, they have their desires, their, their delights, oh God. Father, answer them, answer them. They, they, have, they have helped it happen, oh God. And as we enter the last leg of the prayer meetings corporately, Lord, answer them. Bless them, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you, O God. We bless you. Bless them, O God. Father, bless, O God, all our worship ministry, O God. Father, selflessly, O God. Bless them in multimedia, O God. Selflessly, Father, behind the cameras, behind the, behind the desks, O God. Bless them, O God. Bless all those who are interceding for us to have open heavens, O Father, with you, O God, for us to align with God. Bless those who are serving, O God, in hospitality in some way, O God, around, around me, Heavenly Father, especially. Uh, bless them, Heavenly Father. Bless them, O God, Father. Father, bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them, Father. Bless them, Lord. We ask, bless them, Heavenly Father. And Father, for those who don't even come, but who are out there and who have prayed into this and are praying into this, all our leadership, they are not here every single day, but they carry the burden of this. Our, our pastors, our, our, our deacons and deaconesses, our leaders, they don't come in every day, but they are carrying the burden that, Father, it should be so, oh God, for the people. Father, bless them as well, oh God. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Heavenly Father. And, and for those of you who, who come in here daily, yeah, you, 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 you just come in and you sit, you pray for yourself, but part of why you're coming is because you are here to stand with me. You know, because when I started it out, I was expecting to just record into the camera. We didn't invite you. 
you know, we didn't invite you at all because that's not the nature of the meeting. It's a virtual meeting. But you chose to come, you know. And there are some of you, I see you every single day that you're here. Um, the Wilcoxes, Chichi, you know, the rest of you who are here every single day. Thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting me. You don't know the strength that you give me when I come in and I see you. And especially I recognize that you're here every single day. Thank you very much. I pray the blessing of the Lord upon you. Now we are at that stage where a swimmer gets a second wind. Uh, swimming is what I love doing, so maybe an athlete might be it for you. You know, when you swim, when I swim, especially if I haven't done it for, for a while, I know the number of laps I do when I'm fit. So I start hoping to do those number of laps, but I haven't been in the water for a couple of months. So my heart is not in the right place, but I keep pressing on and then something strange happens. At some point, it's like something kicks in. It's what you call a second wind. And suddenly you're energized. This is us getting the wind that will take us over the finishing line in this particular type of corporate prayer. May the Spirit of God give you that second wind as you press in in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Praise God. So please stay in the place of prayer. We can only pray so much corporately. It's what you do in your private time that really matters in the secret place. That's what God rewards openly. So please stay there. May the God's grace be upon you as you continue in the fast.